Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Yeah, hello and welcome to Mojo Sports, the Women in League Show, Season 2, Episode 23. My name is Dan Frost, and as always, I'm supported by the best panel in the business. And tonight, we get our full panel. We've got Jordan, we've got Sienna, we've got Mon, and we've got Tash. Uh, guys, welcome. I guess we're we're still buzzing off what was an incredible NRLW campaign, but the fun doesn't stop here uh, on the Women in League show. We move straight into our state football, and we've got some incredible football to talk about. But uh, before we get into that, let's debut our well, our first little segment, uh, the warm up. And the one, and the two, and the one, two, three. Why you don't do that? Bishop wore buttless chaps to the bat mitzvah. Have a great broadcast. You too, darling. Tash, let's dive straight into our first little warm-up. And I guess some feedback that we've been hearing from our listeners is they want to know more about us and, and share a little bit of an insight into our week. So um, obviously we'll, we'll, we'll be talking a lot of footy. There's always going to be footy chat, but a little bit more about us. So Tash, um, I'm hearing that, uh, yeah, obviously it was uh, congratulations to yourself, an incredible NRLW campaign from yourself in, in the commentary box there. Uh, tell us a little bit about, I guess, your reflections of that. And yeah, had a little bit of fun, a little bit of celebrations after the fact as well yeah dan it was an incredible ride and the the skill that the the women just kept producing just i think you may have heard it in my voice it was just absolutely outstanding and i was i actually couldn't sit down in the commentary chair like i was standing up and it's just been such a whirlwind ride and i think it was topped off by a, a fabulous Dally m's night um you know, making history with with uh, Melly Boyle and Emma Tonegato both being crowned for the first time dual winners. Um, I'm pretty sure our next guest, whom everybody knows and loves, will also testify that it was great. It was it was just for the women, and it was the vibe there and the excitement around it was absolutely incredible. I was actually sitting um, with Andrew Abdow and um, Wayne Bennett, and those guys felt, you know, they're used to being surrounded by men and sometimes the women in the Dallyams are sometimes a bit dwarfed by that. But my word, the girls know how to celebrate and what a way to top it off. The Dallyam Awards were absolutely outstanding. Our next guest got a special award and I probably can't say that now because we'll happen, we'll say that in a minute, but it's been an incredible ride. Well, let's jump into our Rugby League chat. We'll jump into our first segment for tonight, the breakdown. It's do or die. One game. Got hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our lunch money. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Um, not everything went to plan at all. Um. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and this week we've got a very special match preview as we go back to our state football, uh, the BMD Queensland Premiership Round 4, as we see the North Queensland Gold Stars coming up against the Burley Bears, and we are very fortunate to have a very special guest on the show, Karina Brown. Karina, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me back, Dan. It's, Enjoyed uh, it last time. Yeah, we, we were only talking about that off-air, that it you know, feels like only a... Only a 
a short time ago, but certainly a lot of rugby leagues being played in between since we last had you on the show. But um, here we are talking all things Burley Bears, and I can see the big grin on your face. It's exciting times for you. So I, I guess uh, take our listeners behind the scenes to, I guess, the start of the season for, for Burley because already we, we find ourselves sort of halfway through the campaign. But, yeah, take us back to, uh, you know, some of those, some of those first few uh, round games. Yeah, well, it's it's really a bit of a new era, um, not just for Burley Bears, but for the competition as well. We've never sort of had, um, you know, the NRLW stars be out of the competition and um, coming in sort of at different points of the competition. We're always at halfway, but um, Burley Bears been around for 10 years, uh, a lot of success under um, Tani Norris, um, the coach. And yeah, we've had a new coach um, as she took on the Queensland Maroons role and also um, the Gold Coast Titans assistant coach. So we've now got Scott Cook and um, Timmy McIntyre as our coaches. So not only do we have a new coaching staff, but then an abundance of new players, um, particularly um, under 19 players that are coming through the ranks with so many of our normally uh, key starters out playing NRLW. So it's just such a really exciting time for the club uh, and I think they did really well. I know that the coaches had a focus on being able to put together a really good foundation um, and a team that could be competitive. And really they were just looking at the NRLW players um, coming back and being the cream on top. And and I think we've seen that um, looking at round one, I actually got out to the game um, to cheer on the girls and Jazzy Kemp, she celebrated her 100th game milestone for the Burley Bears, which is absolutely huge. You know, started in 2014, so I was out to um, – just to cheer her on as she led out as, as a captain. Uh, and it was a bit of a, it was a wet game. So not many, uh, not many sets were completed from either side. And, you know, Wynnum got the two points in the end. I think it was 10-4 or 10-6. But that was really um, Burley Bears' trial as, as they didn't have one um, leading into round one. And I just couldn't really believe the improvement um, going into round two. They put West away and then going into round three, I thought it was going to be, bit of a challenge for them up against Tweed and Tweed brought all their big guns back you know my fellow Titans teammates and yeah um the young Burley Bears just really took it to them and and got the two wins you look at the two second rowers were outstanding Riley Jordanson um River Smalley River Smalley actually just got back from an ACL last year Danny Paris she's playing the front row running 140 metres a game. Again, um, you know, just all young talent and to be standing up against um, the big guns that Tweed have was really impressive and um, just super excited for the girls and, you know, to get a bit of an injection this weekend with some NRW players against the formidable um, Gold Stars who, as you know, had a great season last year. They've got all the superstars as well. I think we're in for a big game. Yeah, Karina, we've seen what's been going on as we saw, um, you know, like in the state comps in New South Wales and in Queensland. And then it's like you guys have just lifted another level without even having your NRLW players back. And you mentioned Jazzy went out there and captain. Did you say it was 200 games? 100 games, yeah, since 2014. I've got to ask you because I know you're one of the founding members when you run out there, what number game will that be for the Burley Bears? Well, do you know what? Because when I heard that Jazzy was getting 100, I actually inquired. But the first sort of three years I played, my games were never, like, documented. Oh. So I don't actually, yeah, they but didn't start documenting them until about 2014, actually. So I don't think my number is correct. I, I'm sitting at about 
um, 65, but I did have that three-year stint with East Tigers. Yeah. But I'd, I'd have to say I'd be over 100, but, um, yeah, on the technicality, I'm not quite there yet, but, <laughs> but that's Looking okay. to you anyway. I reckon you have, definitely. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to go back and, and, and re-watch some, some tape and, uh, and, and do some adjustments there for sure. All right, Karina, well, let's talk a little bit about um, your opposition to start with, and then we'll, we'll, we'll circle back on, on Burley because, um, yeah, there's a lot of listeners who want to certainly unpack what this roster is going to look like now with um, yourself and, and some of the other players sort of coming back into the fold, but... I guess, you know, myself and Tasha, we were part of the big road trip last year before NRLW. We went through the state comps and, you know, there were quite a few teams that we were very, very impressed with. But, you know, you know, the gold stars, they certainly stood out because of obviously their geographical challenges, some of the challenges they had with training, obviously still sort of building a franchise there. Karina, this is a serious football team. Uh, talk to us a little bit about, yeah, your reflections on them and, um, and yeah, share some of the, the, the players that you'll be, that you'll be facing um, against uh, this weekend. Yeah, exactly right. Like the, the Gold Stars had a huge amount of challenges, particularly throughout trying to train as a group, not to mention all the travel. Uh, we got off lucky last year. We didn't travel at all. Um, we will be travelling this weekend to Townsville and then we will be travelling to Emerald, actually, um, when we play the Capras. But... Yeah, they put together a really impressive season um, last year. The Gold Stars sort of first time in the competition and we played them in the round game. I think we only just got up by maybe two or six points. Um, then we played them in the semi. They came out absolutely blitzed us. It was 16-0 at half time, uh, And, we yeah, we kind of all got into the sheds and were a bit shell-shocked. You know, they we, we end up coming out only because we had Tani Norris as our coach and, boy, did she give it to us at half time. Um, so we, we got the win 18-16, but th- they very much, you know, could have stolen that and then put up an impressive um, fight in the final. It wasn't to be for them last year, but, you know, it's anyone's game. That's what's so exciting about this competition um, and just how close it is. Um, you know, the Valleys nearly won it from us last year. So the, the competition is really close and that makes it um, really exciting for everyone. But uh, I don't know. I think um, I haven't watched the first three rounds of the Gold Stars, but um, obviously I know they've got um, they've got Romy back, so she'll be huge for them this weekend, and um, she'll be looking to have a big game. Uh, I'm guessing Shania will be back. Obviously, she scored that amazing try, um, which helped us in our victory against the Broncos. You know, her footwork at the line, and she's just so aggressive. So I think I think she'll be huge for them as well. I'm assuming um, Emma, Emma Manselman, she'll be in there. And she's so sneaky, you know, from, from dummy half. You've always got to be watching her, always threatening the line and um, never afraid to, you know, take a hit herself. So, yeah, it's um, – oh, and Jazzy Peters out in the centres. Like, I think, yeah, it's going to be a huge game. I mean, we've got a big job to do, both teams. Uh, talking about those uh, superstars in the Gold Coast uh, – the Gold Stars side – um, who like what do you think the key is to shut them down and get the two points over them this weekend? I think for us, we just if you've sort of been watching the last few rounds for the Bears and what I've noticed they've been doing is just keeping it really simple and, and dominating and winning the ruck. So if if we can do that, um, then I think that'll put us in good stead to winning the game. You just like NRLW, you can't be turning over cheap football and giving any other teams, you know, possession close to the line. So I think it's about for us just completing our sets and making sure that our middles continue to make strong metres um, up the middle. Um, and then hopefully – so I have – I'm not going to my first training until this week on Thursday. We've been very much embedded in the NRLW. 
Um, and with Easter just gone, we didn't have Thursday sessions. So um, I actually am not sure 100% of what NRLW players will have. Um, I really hope we have um, Zahara, obviously off the back of her grand final win. You know, her leadership and guidance will be able to play off the back of, a, you know, a, a, in a structured middle. But, yeah, it'll be – I've got to wait till Tuesday and sort of see um, who we have as I, I think Lauren Brown is away and Chelsea Lenduzzi is away this weekend. Um, so I think we'll have – yeah, I'm not sure. Hopefully we've got Z. I'd love to see Junior back out there. Um, Z's little sister, I know she was injured, so hopefully she's up for selection. She's a, obviously a beast in the middle um, and controlling the ruck and just making big tackles for us. So it'd be good if we can have her back. Um, and then, yeah, if Z can link up with Ash Quinlan. Um, she was playing in the Div 2 competition for Runaway Bay last year, but she's jumped into Div 1 at Bears, and I think she's put together um, a strong few weeks. So it would be good to see her link up with someone like with Z and, and, yeah, see what we can create. Karina, you've got to go in, I mean, on paper or just from experience as as favourites. Like I'm looking at, at, you know, your spine. I know Lauren Brown might be out. She was playing, I think, in the number six a bit, but you've got, you know, Brito, you've got Millie, you've got Tasman. Um, I hope I'm right that they haven't signed elsewhere because it's actually. (laughs) Okay. Tell us. Well, that's what I mean. There's been, no one has really talked so much about it because we've just been really focused on the NRW stuff, but I, I don't know if we have Tasman. Um, We don't have Brito. We, we don't have Kimmy anymore. Um, obviously, Crystal's uh, injured. So I'm, I'm actually, I just need to get to training on Tuesday and, and see. Um, I think we do have Millie, but she's been spending some time down in Canberra. So, yeah. but, but that's, it's exciting. Like, it doesn't, yeah, I think no matter who we have from the NRLW, like, just seeing the, the kids stand up the last few weeks, like, they're up for it, you know, and they've been playing footy for, um, probably longer than some of us because they've been getting to play, you know, all through school. Uh, so I think they've been doing really well. And uh, re- regardless, um, yeah, who, who we have, I think we'll be right. Um, that's just it. How exciting is it? Like there's there's been, you know, player contracts and, and moving here, there, and the teams are so strong. And what the Gold Stars did last year was absolutely incredible. And you spoke about the difficulty of how often they actually met together. And now you've got the Gold Stars team that, you know, they've got, I think, at least eight NRLW contracted mm-hmm. players, that six of, of which are all-stars that started the year so incredibly well that set the standard. It's just amazing what they could bring. And so I'm, I'm thinking, you know, you look at the Burley Bears, you've had such an amazing run, but, wow, how competitive is it now? It's so competitive, but, like, that's what we want. And I think that's what I loved about the NRLW was you know, like we got to, you know, knock off the Broncos, you know, who hadn't lost a game in however long. And then you got the Roosters that they weren't even supposed to be in the finals. They've got in there, beat the Broncos, then won it, you know. And, like, that's just so exciting for the game. It it brings more viewership, um, more viewers into it um, and just promotes an exciting brand of football. And, and now we're starting to see that um, in the BMD. And it, like I said, it's anyone's competition. Like the Gold Stars, they've got a fantastic lineup. Um, and history, I don't really think, um, plays much of a part anymore. It's really um, who can put it together on the day. And, and a lot of teams um, through their, what they've been doing with the pathways and, and building um, the talent, you know, are up for it. 
Yeah, no, and and what's on the line too, a little bit more broadly, is uh, you know a little bit of a healthy state competition. You know, what's sort of you know what's that? You know, is it is it the Queensland competition? Is it the New South Wales competition? Which competition stronger? You know, neck and neck each and every year. And you know, you're thinking about you know one of the you know your competition as being you know one of the most elite in the world. So again, for everyone out there that gets an opportunity, get down to your local. Uh, football field, watch these state games because they are incredible. Uh, just to quickly close off on the Gold Stars before we talk a little bit more about Burley. So um, uh, Tash, uh, Tallulah Tillett, you know, obviously I'm a little bit biased now, you know, following the Newcastle Knights, but, you know, it was um, I, I thought it was an interesting campaign. I, I think, you know, she was able to cl- clearly show some of her natural ability. Uh, very strong ball runner as well. Had a little bit of an injury towards the back end of the campaign. Uh, Tash, you know, you like to follow your house quite closely. I really feel like, you know, this is her opportunity to, yeah, to just just show a little bit more and, and, and kind of, you know, quote unquote dominate at this level. You know, someone who is very, very talented. Absolutely, Dan. And the way she burst onto the scene in the All-Stars game. And I think I spoke about it way back when we were, we were covering that. Like, you know, on debut... She kicks early. She nearly chipped and regathered, and that's a very confident player. And then as you saw her play throughout the NRLW, you saw why. I mean, Tilly's been hampered by ACLs and injuries, and we everyone here at Mojo, you know, held our breath when, when she was injured, um, and it was yeah. so good to get the report that it was an ankle because I think an ankle, you come back so much sooner, um, and I'm really looking forward to see what Tilly brings this year or for the remainder of this year. And, Karina, try not to, uh, you know, make you give the opposition too much of a rap, but you did touch on Romy. I'm really interested to see the way in which he plays the game. She's certainly not someone that sort of sits back and, you know, just sort of, I, I guess, carries out of, out of yard. She very much tries to be in and around uh, the play, plays like a third playmaker, a very, very busy mm-hmm. player. I, I guess from your strategic perspective, it's about trying to minimise her impact. Um, yeah, Romy Tysel, definitely a player you're going to have to keep an eye on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, every time she touches the ball, you need to be on your toes because she, she's a dangerous player, whether, you know, she's just running like she'll bust the line and make metres or she's got a beautiful long ball sort of both sides that could can create opportunities so definitely one to watch for us this weekend um but yeah it was um great to see her at the nights and and yeah like Tilly as well I I I knew Tilly um a few years ago when she did do that ACL so to see her back you know in the all-stars and then get an NRLW contract like it's so exciting um especially for you know the North Queensland girls and um I think next year they might even be getting a Cowboys franchise as well so they'll be all looking to put their best foot forward this season and looking for contracts um, for season two um, and then obviously looking to um, for the future years Um, actually I think in the next five years all 16 clubs will have one what I read the other day so it's a very exciting time for women's football yeah absolutely we heard uh, Volandis I think announced that that he's he's looking to go instead of eight to ten next year so they're they're, right and if you look at the state comps, which you're about to, to play in again and, and no one knows better than yourself, um, and we've talked about the player movements, um, and this this weekend you've got Hajija Mosby, which is out yeah. of the blue. I've been trying to work out who's signing with who. It's, it's, it's really hard, but, I mean, what a strong signing for the Gold Stars. Yeah, she was great for the Broncos. I think she bagged a number of, of tribes, tries there on that um 
well, left edge for them. Uh, so, yeah, she'll be great. Um, and, and, again, I think she's quite new to the game. So to be able to get some more games up under her belt, that's only going to give her more confidence, more experience, uh, you know, and then be better again in NRLW season two. So, but, yeah, 16 teams um, by 25 years and then next year 10 um, is incredible. But But you've just got to look at, like last year for us, we had a number of injuries at Burley, but we had the 19s, under-19s Burley Bears. We ended up having um, Jatea, Tiana Rantran-Smith. Um, who else was part of that? Um, like oh, Haley, she's part of the, them as well. And, yeah, they've come out. I mean, Tiana got to play for Origin, uh, and then you know all those girls are getting Titans contracts. So it's pretty crazy, like, you know, if you give these girls opportunities, what they actually can showcase. So it's um, really exciting times for them. Yeah, look, absolutely. And we talk about the length of your season and and it, when we compare it to the um, Harvey Norman Women's Premiership in New South Wales. And whereas it was perhaps 17 games that um, the New South Wales girls and, and your season was a bit shorter. I can see now looking at the draw that the Harvey Norman Women's Premiership has actually shortened up its draw so that um, I, don't, I don't know if you know, but they're only going to be playing like in round games, eight games and one bye, which is very similar to you guys, seven mm-hmm. games and one bye. And I think it's really important in the lead up to State of Origin, like that finals footy, you talk about how competitive it is to be in the finals, to be up for selection. Nobody's job is assured. So has there been any talk about that, um, you know, around the the more established players? Yeah, um, QRL have been great and they have been for a number of years now and I feel like they've been leading the way in terms of investment um, and really listening to us. Um, and I've, I've been part of it for a long time, so there's sort of been peaks and troughs when you've, um, you feel like people are hearing you, uh, and just how they've acted on pretty much all the advice that we've been giving them, and and we really enjoyed last year's season, sort of the seven weeks, um, and then you know leading into semi-final final, I felt it put us in really good stead, especially how the how the draw ended up as well. Like we had Burley played the um, Gold Stars, then Burley played the Valleys. Then we, we saw both of those in the semi and final. So ramping in that back end, um, we were primed for state of origin and obviously got the got the victory um, through that. So I think we've done a similar um, system as last year. So hopefully, um, well, yeah, it's going to be tougher this year because we've got eight teams instead of six. So um, hopefully Burley Bears is up there and, you know, like the likes of, um, you know, Gold Stars as well. Uh, so we can get those... Um, semi-final and final burst, get some final games in before the um, state of origin uh, and then have a rest for a couple of weeks and then we're back into NRLW too. Um, but even I think just how it's done has been good. Like I'm actually feeling quite fresh. Like I I think the competition at NRLW was amazing this year. It was so fast, so skillful. Um, there wasn't too many injuries. Um, and then Queensland actually did a stand down for the ones that are in the squad. So we've all just had sort of 10 days off before we um, lead into the back end of this BMD. We'll go again, a couple of weeks off, back into NRLW too. So I think it's going to be, you know, good management for player welfare and, and our physical form, I suppose. I think I think we've got it right so far, so good. 
Yeah, that, that's what I was going to sort of lead to is, you know, you think about, you know, the competition, the way it is at the moment. And I guess, spo- spoiler alert for, you know, a lot of um, a lot of fans that followed the NRLW, but, you know, outside of those players, there are so many younger players coming through, players that missed out on getting those contracts that could definitely compete at that level. Yeah, talk to us a little bit about, you know, some of those those younger players and, you know, they're definitely going to be keeping, you know, you and others on your toes, obviously, um, you know, as you guys arrive back at the state competition. Talk to us about that, those competition for spots. Yeah, absolutely. But that's we want that competition because that's how it's going to keep elevating us all to the next level. So, yeah, I've, I definitely got to get to training first. Haven't been there, so I'm looking forward to being around the girls. And like I said, um, the team that they've been putting out there the last few weeks have done an awesome job. So, um, yeah, I want to earn my spot. Um, I don't know all the NRW girls will feel the same. You know, we don't want to just walk in there. We want to go in there and, and earn our spot um, and have the young girls keep, you know, working us, pushing us. You know, if, if I don't get a spot because they've worked harder than me, then um, that's going to force me to – work harder the week after. So, uh, yeah, I think it's really great um, for the competition and it just keeps, you know, as I said before, it keeps elevating the game um, and keeps it interesting because you really don't know who's going to win each week um, and that's what the viewers want to see, you know, competitive games and you're just not quite sure who's going to get the victory in the end. Yeah, Goose, absolutely. Like um, the ratings for the NRLW, the the viewers' ratings was just absolutely phenomenal. And um, the girls are producing and it's such a great sport for the spectators. But I'm going to put you on on the spot here. Um, I know you haven't been around training, but you've watched a couple of games. And we talk about how solid you are and how the hard carries that you bring, you take on the forwards and... Look, as a commentator, if ever you stay down, and I don't think you ever have, um, you know that it's going to be something really, really serious. And I hope that never, you know, comes to fruition um, and you continue being the, the, the fabulous winger that you are. But as a halfback or as a five-eight, you're not going to kick to goose. You, you're not going to kick to your wing. So currently at the Burley Bears, is there someone that can – cover as well as you on the right or where, where you're playing? Oh, yeah. I mean, we've got Tanisha Lyons. She's been playing fullback for us, but Grubb's been part of the team for 10 years and she's played plenty of wing. Um, Hayley Marshall, she played on uh, the Titans' left edge for us and that, that was the first time she'd play wing and I thought she did such a good job there as well. So, yeah, I think um, girls can definitely – do the work. I don't know if any of them are as stupid as me and just run straight into the biggest player on the field. So um, maybe that'll be um, a positive for them. Um, but yeah, I just, yeah, I just love it. And I, I love doing my job for the team. My, my job is to carry hard, find my front and get a quick play the ball. So that's all, that's always at the front of my mind when I'm um, taking those carries is just trying to win meters for the team. But yeah, <laughs> I'm sure plenty of girls can, can do a good job of it. Yeah, I don't know so much. I, you know, I know what you're talking about. I know it's textbook, but you are elite, my friend. That is that is some unbelievable playing. For a lot, lot, you know, we've got a lot of juniors, a lot of younger players that sort of listen to Mojo. Um, definitely watch it, watch film of Karina because, uh, yeah, it, it's scary some of those carries back. Uh, as well as your ability to finish as well. I'm sure there's plenty of tries uh, for you in this competition. All right, guys, no sitting on the fence. This is going to be an absolute blockbuster. If the NRLW has left you wanting more, well, now's the opportunity. Get down and watch some of these games. We'll go around the grounds now for our predictions. Sienna, jump in. 
Uh, I'm, it's going to be a tight one. I think Burley are going to get up 12-8. 12-8. Okay, I like that. Well, I'll quickly jump in. I'm going to say... Or oh, I'm going to say it's going to be 16-12 Burley. Um, I reckon Tilly throws an intercept to uh, 1K Brown uh, for a – well, we'll, we'll make it easier. We'll say a 93-metre intercept. How about that? Just to kind of just to kind of finish that one off. But, uh, no, I, I feel you. I reckon this is going to come down to the final minutes. Um, let's quickly go around the grounds. Mon, what are you feeling in this one? Clash of the Titans, two big teams here in Queensland. Who have you got? Uh, sorry, Karina, but I'm going to have to go to the Gold Stars. I think they're just a really strong side with the superstars that they have, even though you guys have heaps of superstars. Um, I'm going to say the Gold Stars just get the win over you guys, 12-10. Okay, all right. We're getting a mid- bit of a mixed panel here, which is good, Geordie. Uh, you know, Karina's given us a little bit of an insight. Might be a bit of a younger team that goes out and plays the Gold Stars, but um, Burley, all they know is winning. Uh, what's, your, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I'm on the Burley Bears bandwagon as well. I'm good mates with Ash Quinlan, grow up playing footy with her, so I know that she's capable of pulling out some magic stuff in big moments. So I'm I'm on the Burley Bears bandwagon for this one. And Tash, you know, you're going to be studying this one to pick out who are the next, you know, big stars potentially at the NRLW level. And, you know, at the end of the day, who's going to win this competition? You know, that's, that's the big thing. We, we want to see who, who, is the, who are the real contenders in this comp, and it changes year to year. So, you know, they, they, these are two contenders. So, yeah, who do you think will come out on top on this one? All right. Well, I love Goose, and I think the Bears are going to come up 22-18. It's going to be a tight one against the Gold Stars. Hey, but Goose... The semifinals might be a different result. I just think the Gold Stars are going to take a little bit more time to settle into their game. If they make the semifinals, my friend, not sure the Bears will take care of them at that point, but I'm giving you round four, 22-18. I love that. You know, I actually love this because everyone always thinks, oh, yeah, the Bears, they're going to win, but we love the underdog title. Like that's how we started our success. You know, South Slogan have undefeated for like, I don't know, six, seven years, and we were the underdogs, 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 um, and then we finally got the win. And and yeah, even, like even last year, the Valleys beat us in the um, in the round game. Everyone sort of tipped them to win, and then we snuck up and stole it. So, yeah, please, underdog tag. Yeah, we thrive on that. And that's what I was going to say, Karina. You've got a really good memory as well. You know, with your forty IQ, so you're just sort of taking notes there. You know, who's who went against you there, and we might sort of replay <laughs> that as well. So I went with your goose for yeah. round four. No. I'm just not promising the semi. Round four, but yeah, we want to win the semi too. Yeah, <laughs> all right. No, you love that, love that. Some of the best football uh, is going to be played uh, this weekend in Queensland. So, um, yeah, a bit of a mixed panel there. It's going to be very interesting to, to see who gets um, out on top. But uh, yeah, Karina, all the very best for that one. But um, you're not done there. We're going we're gonna to keep torturing you, my friend, and carry you through to our next segment, Rapid Fire. Stay with us. And we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is singing closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. Yes, a lot of fun, uh, you know, during quote-unquote the off-season. There's no such thing as the off-season. It's just more and more rugby league, which we absolutely love. Um, So during this time, we're going to, uh, you know, continue our work in the state competitions, Queensland, New South Wales. And and this week in Rapid Fire, we're picking out, I guess, our big feature game in the New South Wales, Harvey Norman's Women's Premiership. Um, Tasha, I want to throw this straight to you. We're just looking for predictions here in Rapid Fire. We see the Mounties coming up against the Cronulla Sharks. Again, you talk about contenders, you 
talk about heavyweights, you talk about star-studded team lists, um, two incredible football teams. Again, shout-out to the locals. Get out and watch this football game. But, Tash, where are you going here? What's your prediction for this one? This will be a cracker of a match. I think most people might look to the Mounties because they were up there in the last season um, and their spines are absolutely outstanding, plus so many NRLW experienced players. But I'm just going to say to you, you know, Tiana Penitani, um, Corbs Baxter, Maddie Studden, Quincy Dodd, back it up with Cherrington, Tale Holmes, Holly, I'm going Sharks. Yeah, I, it, it's going to be a difficult one. I've been sort of toing and froing. I really feel like this is a 50-50 football game. Uh, the Mounties definitely deserve to be favourites, but they're coming up against a star-studded team in Cronulla. Look, for me, I've just been so impressed with the way in which Maddie's playing her football at the moment. I really feel like there's a clutch moment uh, in her within those last couple of minutes. I feel like it's going to come down to the wire. Maddie Studden Matt, uh, comes up with something uh, pretty dramatic there. Um, yeah, I, re- I, reckon sh- I reckon she'll score a four-pointer there to win that one, just to, just to separate the two teams. Um, Geordie, thoughts on this one? You know, again, it's going to be very, very interesting to try and work out who are the pretenders, who are the contenders, who's going to win this competition. But first of all, we've got some really, really big clashes here. Um, you know, round one, there's been a pretty big build-up after what was an incredible performance from both of these teams uh, last season. Uh, where are you going in this one? I am actually tipping towards Sharks as well, not just one Charrington, but they've got Reuben who's come over and joined them as well. So I think a lot of the younger new girls who might not have had the NRLW season leading into, um, there's a lot of talent that's been training there for a while together now ready for round one. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be going to be very, very interesting. And, uh, you know, it's going to be obviously a shortened season this season. Um, only going to be sort of eight games and a bye there. So, you know, you're going to have to – you can't lose football games in these state comps. You've got to win. Um, so this is a very, very important game. Sienna, now I'm not going to make you give too much love to these teams because, you know, you're in enemy camp there with the North Sydney Bears. But, uh, um, you know, you've got a little bit of in- inside information, um, you know, studying your, your competition. What's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, um... Look, two very, very strong teams with a really good backbone in both. But um, like you've all mentioned, I think Cronulla is just too hard to go past in this one. They are just a star-studded team and they've got talent all over the park, forwards, backs, hookers, everything. I think they're just going to be on top in this one. I don't see it going any other way. Yeah, and uh, Mon, I guess similar t- uh, similar question for you. Um, I guess you, you, you're probably hoping there in the Newcastle Knights camp that, that both of these teams somehow find a way to lose. But uh, if you had to pick one winner, uh, where are you going in this one? Uh, it's a clean sweep tonight. I'm going the Cronulla Sharks as well because I just am obsessed with the Maddie Stutton and Corbin Baxter pairing there. Um, I just think those two just carry so much experience in the spine and um, lead the girls around the park really well. Yeah, no, it's going to be very interesting. And again, I'm sure the Mounties are, are listening to this as well. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what, what comes of that. And Karina, you know, obviously get your prediction as well and getting a little bit of an insight into, you know, whether players are keeping a bit of an eye on the other competition. Again, there's so much to think about. There's, you know, keeping an eye on your NRLW teammates, your competition, there's Origin coming up. Give us a little bit of an insight into that. Obviously, your big focus will be on the Queensland comp, but do you sort of, you know, keep a, keep a close eye on New South Wales as well? Yeah, we do. Um, there's so much footy. It's, it's great. Uh, it was disappointing last year that um, the Harvey Norman couldn't finish off their competition, you know, due to COVID. So I think it's great that um, to see all the girls back in action this weekend and, you know, a huge game first up with Mountings versus Sharkies. 
I don't know. I've um, been watching Corbin um, really celebrate the last few weeks on Instagram, so um, I think I might tip Mounties for this one. <laughs> I love, I love, <laughs> love uh, you, Corbin. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's so good. definitely breaks up the panel there. But, uh, again, uh, get down and watch this game. Mounties v Cronulla Sharks. going to be very interesting to see who gets the win in, uh, in round one. All right, guys. Well, Karina, thank you so much for uh, yeah coming back on the show. It was great to have you, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's just great to celebrate all the football that we've got this year, including uh, in our state competitions. We'll we'll obviously stay uh, in touch with you, and uh, there's pl- there's some very very exciting football games ahead, um, you know, this season, which we're very excited about. So, really do appreciate you joining Mojo. No, thanks, Dan. Thanks, team. And, you know, obviously really appreciate your passion for the game and, you know, always wanting to get us on to um, grow the game and to give us a voice and let everyone know um, how well we're all doing. So I appreciate it. Uh, anytime. And to my panel, another big week of rugby league. So, uh, yeah, appreciate you guys. And to our listeners, uh, thank you for your continued for your continued support. Uh, the best way to support our show, continue to download the podcast, share with family and friends. And until next week, we'll catch you then. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.